This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Hello everyone hey. and welcome to another episode, actually I believe it's episode 17. 17 of the, hold on, let's, I'm just kidding, <laughs> the intro over. <laughs> episode 17, our third episode on Facebook Live, streaming right now, and we ran into, ran into some issues, that's going to happen, the people that listen to the podcast tomorrow will never know of those issues. That's beautiful, though. I appreciate it if you didn't burp in the microphone, Dutch. I didn't burp. Yes, you did. You cleared your throat in the microphone, which is even worse. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. This is what I have to deal with, guys. That's what I have to deal with. But we have a big show. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, if this is your first time catching us on Facebook Live, which I need to uh, post on my page that we are live. He has a new It's finally again. working. Um, if this is your first time catching you. I'm Patrick. This is Dutch. We are the main host, and our uh, Muhammad Ali back here. Yeah, people's champ. Yeah, that is Glenn. The real people's champ. Glenn yeah. is like the super fan for us, and he comes in and joins us every once in a while because he's got awesome insight. And sure. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, if you've never seen the show before, basically what it is is it's an open forum show, uh, basically like a part of the interruption. We call it a part of the interruption style <sighs> podcast or live stream where uh, you are able to call in and discuss topics with us. And that includes anything professional wrestling. It could be independent, WWE, uh, GFW, not GFW, Impact Wrestling, um, PWG, anything. We all, like, we've all had certain experiences with each, and we can give our thoughts and all that good stuff. So that's, that's what makes this show run. That's how we've done it for 16 episodes before this F up. <laughs> but we're going to salvage it because hey, we have a what? ton of stuff to talk about. One in 16. One in, yeah. Yeah, That's we've, we've done pretty good. Yeah, for and amateurs, I happens. feel like we're doing great. Yeah, this is what happens when we try to uh, try to do stuff like live on the cusp. On the cusp. It's okay. Now, I feel like this light is I this light too bright. That. It is. Okay, I mean, you, you keep talking Dutch. I'm gonna adjust it. Well, Glenn. Yes, sir. Sir, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. I know you watched a little something on Sunday, didn't you? Oh yeah. I feel like we have a lot to cover. We do. In the little time that we have, so I feel like it's going to be like quick, short, and sexy. <laughs> like Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. Get a nice line, Glenn. Apparently she's still in her training bra. So. Glenn, Glenn coming in strong. <laughs> well, you know it's like me. We like the booty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. telling you, man. And that's how we're going to start this thing out. But uh. So we had a lot of stuff going on this weekend. So how was your weekend? Uh, it was all right. What'd you end up doing? Field, uh, PWX videos. Lots and lots of it, huh? Lots and lots of PWX videos. I feel like that's your life. And it that's is, the only thing the you do. Part. Ask Brian. You're just like, oh, I'm just going to make another video. Yep. Just that's continuously. How does your family feel about that? Uh, they're over it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. they, get over it. they get over that I'm uh, busy all the time. You really are. I am. I'm like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm doing this. Like, I've never heard you just say, 
I'm just at the house. I wish. I wish that was a thing. Like, it's never it's been... It's been years. It's been years since I've just been at the house. Well, that's boring, though. Yeah, sometimes. It's just boring to not Yeah, just... it's like... I've told people, it's almost like you get addicted to working. Like, once you've done it for so long, you get addicted to, like, the grind of that's work. And when, you, and when you get out of the grind, you feel like you're just wasting time. Yeah. Anytime that I say I'm going to take a day off, and I say I'm going to take a day off, and I just try to lay around and watch, like, Netflix or something... I'll, nope. uh, yeah, after, nope. after three, three hours-ish, that's when I start getting antsy. That's when, that's when your wrestling kicks in. And yeah, like, that's right, when the I got to do something with wrestling. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's especially true if you love what you do for your job and stuff. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I'm always, we're always going to be here every Tuesday unless something drastic happens. Yeah. We might not start all the time on Tuesday, but, uh. Patrick, thank you. The, I, I, I was really impressed with the... Uh, no, Patrick's talking to me. No, I'm not talking to you. Um, oh, I was just watching the stream thinking you were talking. Uh, yes, Patrick Treadway, That uh, I believe that the Effie video came out amazing. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that whole situation. Oh, uh, PWX? Truth, truth be told, when we accepted Effie's offer to come in, if you, the, ringling, the ringing that you hear is... Uh, the show dog running around. He's just happy that people crazy. are here. He's happy that we're, we actually got this shit working. That's what he's happy about. <laughs> God bless. But yeah. What were you saying? But, uh, yeah. But yeah, the Effie video came out. And like, and this is like, I'll give you some inside information. We came into, uh, like we got, Effie got in touch with us and asked us if we did, if we were interested in doing the match and he wanted to call Mike out. And the funny thing is we never told Mike about it. So Mike found out about it when the video played. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure he called y'all. Yeah. I could only imagine how that yeah, conversation you, went. Yeah, if you've never seen Effie, it's interesting. He's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to the most is that people people see the gimmick and people see who he is and they automatically judge him. They don't think like they think it's just a gimmick and it's they get not. Scared. He's an unbelievable wrestler. I can't wait for it. I think it's... It was a funny video. It was cool. Like, I, have, I didn't know. I have nothing to open my beer with. It's called your hand. Yeah, these aren't these aren't screw-offs, bud. Oh, you gotta pop it off? Yeah, these. this is this is a man's beer. Heck no. I look like you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what happens yeah, when you play baseball. That's what, yeah, that's what happens. And not pay attention. To, this is, that's why I've Dutch by screw-off beers. <laughs> I do. Thank you, Blue Moon. <laughs> All right, once again, guys, I'm going to yeah, be man. trying to keep up with, uh, oh, sorry. Yep, now we can what hear ourselves. Here? God, blessed day. Um, Patrick's on a roll today. I am. I'm, I just need to start, like, I don't know. Glenn, you want to host this thing and I just walk off and go take a nap? Hey, if you need me to, man, I can. Glenn, when you're talking, you just talk to oh, the microphone. sorry about that. <laughs> like I said, if you need me to, I can, I'm always available. Even, even though people can see you, they might not be able to hear you. The only host to never use the mic. Yeah. <laughs> the, we just need to do a show, like, the whole time. It's like, yeah, man, I think it's like. <laughs> oh. I'm supposed to use this? <laughs> oh, that's what this is here for. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. But, yeah, so we got, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw it up. Yeah. We have the uh, call-in line that you see right there, 980-330-1256. 
Phone lines are open, so you can call at any time. Dutch answers the phones, which means you might not get through. You're screwed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then once again, to give you a rundown, the way this works is anybody that's listening, watching live on Facebook, uh, or uh, as part of the show, anybody can call in at any point, uh, unless we're in deep conversation with another caller or we're in a good, good little dialogue with ourselves, then we'll answer the phone and put you on, uh, put you on hold for a second and mm. then get you in. Uh, because yeah, that's the funnest part of this whole show is not doing all the setup like we just had to do. Uh, the funnest part of the whole show is getting to talk to fans and uh, getting their perspective on what we're doing. So, yeah. So, from now on, we're going to start a topic, but you are more than welcome to give us a shout at 980-330-1256. And the phone lines are open and Dutch's phone is charged. Boom. I'm ready to go. So, Dutch... Are you going to jump right into what what you want to talk about? Or are you going to like hold off till like later? No, like, no, I don't, we I don't can... feel like I don't feel like we need to jump into the main event that everybody wants. Everybody knows we want to talk about. Yeah, and that happened on after a certain show yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And so Sunday. So do you want to wait before we talk about Sunday and Monday? Um, I think maybe we should. Yeah, I mean, what, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, actually, uh, Glenn. Okay. <clears throat> messaged me with some. With a topic that I've never thought about hearing. Let's talk. I'm going to go get me a beer. Yeah. So, Glenn brought up the fact that um, Chris Jericho is going to host a Ring of Honor tournament on a cruise that he runs. So, excuse me, he he doesn't run it. He what? He's He's hosting it. Excuse me. Yeah, he's hosting it. So... Tell me a little bit about this, Glenn. What what do you know? Uh, from what I can tell, from you know, you know what I see in the streets and stuff. You know, <laughs> this, uh, Chris Jericho, he's hosting the uh, cruise line. What they call it, the Rock and Wrestling mm-hmm. Cruise. Uh, Jericho is the cru- Jer- what, cru- Jer- cruise is Jericho or something. Yeah, of course it is. And one thing you get to see like while you're right. on the cruise is a. Uh, Ring of Honor tournament, where the winner of the tournament gets a future shot at the Ring of Honor championship. I'm thoroughly certain this is why Cody signed with Ring of Honor. Why? Because he gets going on a free cruise. <laughs> that's literally <laughs> like the reason he wants. With Chris Jericho. That's the whole reason he's like, yeah, well, I get to I'm hang serious. out with I think that's true. Chris Jericho. I get to go on a cruise and a future shot at my own title. So, you know, absolutely. They're like, uh, our last, this is our last ditch effort, Cody. <laughs> um, we have put something together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Jericho. I know you're doing a friend with Jericho's. Mm, I know I like you just Jericho. did their podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Jericho. And uh, he's doing actually a wrestling cruise. Well, did you just say cruise? Yes, cruise. Like like ship. Get in, the f out in the ocean. Ship in ocean. Oh my god, I love and dolphins. And guess what? Yes. We pile that wrestling ring into Hammerstein Ballroom at least three times a year. And you have to go up six floors to get there. So wow. we're putting that damn wrestling ring on a ship. So you mean to tell me I'm going to wrestle on a boat where Jericho can watch me? Yeah, and the only way that you're going to be booked for is if you resign, Or if you sign. Deal. That's Let's how do it went it. down. Let's that's do how it. it went down, guys. <laughs> There's no way that that's not how it went down. <laughs> it wasn't because he likes the promotion. It's not because of money. It's not because he's the champion. It's not because he just is Cody. All joking aside, I really do think... That the reason he resigned was simply because of like the chemistry that him and the Bucks and Paige and Scroll. It's just that good. Yeah, yeah. I think they can do they can do whatever they want, 
whenever they want and get away with it. And they they b- pretty much write and book this whole Be the Elite show. And Ring of Honor b- builds angles around their TV show. Literally. Their TV show, their YouTube show. Why would you not, if they're, if they're going to offer you a good sum of money that you can live off of and still do the acting stuff and all that, why would you not resign? I agree. Like, Cody and, or the Bullet Club have it very well off right now. Like, they uh, really do. It, it's it's a great gig. It's a great gimmick that they're running. I mean, they get to be the NWO. Yeah, and Brad just pointed out on Facebook Live, the Bullet Club invasion of Raw. Yes, have you guys I wanted. Seen this? Yes, yes, I wanted to touch was on that. Incredible! I agree, hundred percent. It was hilarious. He says hilarious. I say hilarious and incredibly done. Absolutely. There was only one other thing I wanted them to do. I saw. Okay, what? I wanted them bad boys to have front row seats. Oh yeah, they're going that far. I was looking in the crowd for them too. Yeah, I, I, I don't really see them going that. that far. You don't think so? No. Why no, not? There's no point. I mean, just to get they people talking. They would have escorted them out. Yeah. Even though they bought a Before ticket. Before the show even started. Yes. There's no way. They have that option. You have that Do option at a live show, yes. Yeah, WWE is like that nowadays. Yeah. That's kind of rude. Hey, Odie. Look, right there. Hey. There's a doggy. Wanna Odie wants to get in on this Bullet Club action. <laughs> right, Odie? <laughs> yep, see? <laughs> we said Bullet right, Club, and so look what happens. This is what happens. Y'all can continue to go to Bullet Club. This is life. Before I get up and take him outside, this is life. I'm an adult. And when you're an adult, no matter if you want a radio show or a podcast or a live broadcast, you always have to take your responsibilities. And my responsibility right now is to take this dog outside so it can crap. So, I'm going to go do that. Y'all take over. All right, here we go. Glenn, do you want to sit in the majestic seat? No. Absolutely not. Why not? What happened to this? No. Yeah. No. Why? Glenn, you stay right there. Okay. Wow, he's being mean to Glenn. Okay, I'm sorry. Glenn, you can sit here. There's a, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to get political. There's a, lot, there's a lot of racial shit going on in the country today. And he like, doesn't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be a part I wanted to show you. I support. So Glenn, you can sit in my seat. You may sit in the seat, sir. Go ahead. Glenn, you must get up, though, once he... <laughs> What's up, everybody? So this is Glenn, and obviously everybody, Glenn is back with us now. Did Patrick leave his uh, phone over here so I can uh, see what people are saying on there and keep up? All right, so with the Bullet Club and everything that they have going on, I do think it's a very good gig that they're doing. Um, Now, if you have the opportunity and the chance, and you were in Cody or Kenny's or uh, the Young Bucks' shoes, would you make the deal also with Ring of Honor or New Japan or something like that versus going to WWE? I think with I think with uh, Cody Rhodes, he's been there in the WWE, so he knows what kind of a beast that is. I think he's happy right now in Ring of Honor doing what he's doing with the group of guys and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I would say... If it, oh, I'm sorry about that. There you go, brother. This is all new to me, guys. But if, uh, you know, he's happy Let's doing what he's doing. Bit. Oh, sorry. There you go. If he's happy doing what he, you know, wants to do and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I say go ahead and sign with Ring of Honor, you know. Um, he's making a bigger star than he ever was in the WWE. Absolutely. But like I said, he's been there in the WWE. He knows what that beast is like, so. Absolutely. More he's, power to him. He's wrestled that beast before. Yeah. He's been in the WWE. He's yeah. been through that. 
that yeah. dance. That he's heard that song, and yeah. I think what he's doing right now is very new, and it's really paying off for him. He's reinvented his character, and once I mean, we talk about this at least once a week, every yeah. time. It's just so captivating what Cody has done, and then what the Bullet Club has been doing. Yeah. And usually, you know, stuff like this gets stale. But then, you know, uh, somebody pointed out Ready, to come back up here, Patrick. Um, no, what uh, Patrick uh, you Treadway. Headphones, what headphones? Some white. There's my headphones. Oh. <laughs> I told you this is all new to me, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's got a long way to oh. go for you. Can you unplug this? Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, you just got to. Glenn's gonna come back. back out of here. He got to sit in the seat for a, a whole three minutes. Hopefully, it was enjoyable, sir. <laughs> All right. But now, Patrick's back. No need to fear, guys. The captain Maybe. is back. The captain's back, but the ship was running. It was yes. okay while he took a poo. I didn't do my dog. The dog took a poo. <laughs> and, of course, Patrick unplugged our headsets again. This is just a bad day for Patrick on this podcast today. Oh, that's good. You think you got it? You see, you see how trained my dog is? Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. He like, went out, boom. boom, got it done. Yeah, got it done. You know, I told him, I said, listen, showtime. He's like, oh, God, so, hurry up, go. So, uh, we were talking about if you would. So, Glenn said he would if he had the opportunity of what the Bullet Club is doing to sign with Ring of Honor or New Japan. How about oh, you? Uh, I don't even think they care anymore. They shouldn't. They, they, they all, all, every one of them has spots in New Japan. Absolutely, and so it's almost. You're trying to, you're saying for them to get signed with New Japan, they're like WWE. Just, oh no, no, no! You think they're going to get? They want to get signed with WWE? No, no. I was saying if you were in their position, you would obviously sign with Ring of Honor or New Japan or yes. whatever. Yes. Instead of WWE. Yes. I you have more. Too. You have more creative freedom. It's just, it doesn't make and sense that's the big to thing. go. Like, WWE is WWE is still the monster in wrestling, but yeah. it's not the end all be all anymore in wrestling. It's really not because people can make a living. It's not. I mean, to some people, it's not about making millions and millions and millions and millions, millions and millions of dollars. I tried to do too many millions there. Um, <laughs> it's about uh, it's about your creative freedom and doing like making sure you continue to love what you're doing. Absolutely. Because when most time when people go to WWE, they they do. I mean, people in WWE now, this my friends, and I talk to them, and I and they're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Like I just go, I show up for work every just day. Just show up, yeah. So if you had the opportunity to make a living mm-hmm. doing something, you can make a little bit more money by just showing up for work every day. Yeah. Or you can show up and live out all your creative visions and Absolutely. your input and all this. And, and it's amazing in. to see it. And I was just telling Glenn that. Like, we, we say Cody's name on here at least once a week. But the thing is, he's so captivating in what he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. He's doing something that a lot of – or. I don't think anybody's ever done just recreate yourself the way he has. Yeah. Like, it's... And I think that's why I'm so... It's not even about recreating him anymore. Like, if you watch... Like, I can't express enough to watch Being the Elite because it's obvious that Matt and Nick have gotten, like, better, like, video equipment. Yeah. And they put time and effort. And actually, and it's actually... Coming from a production guy, it's actually very well done from a production standpoint. Yeah. Like, I thoroughly enjoy it. And like they can, they're so over the top in that. In it's that a weekly show. episode, right? Yeah, I believe so. It might be, it might be two times a week, but it, they just, I think they just put it out whenever they film one. Regardless, it's so good. But yeah, it's amazing. It, and just like their antics and their mannerisms and everything are perfect. Yeah. And uh, like when they shoot something, they don't shoot something with no purpose. There's always a purpose, and that's what I like about it. Like when they shot their, um, when the Young Bucks shot their uh, video, and they had Kevin Owens in the back, and then they had. Uh, 
Sami Zayn and AJ Styles. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And, you know, I mean, just randomly, he's like, we always see somebody we know. And it was just, it was good. Like, just good comedy. Yeah. Good wrestling comedy. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, yeah, they're, it's, they're bringing comedy into wrestling yeah. for non, a non-comedic. Odie, what are you doing, yo? He's, he's like, wanting to be on the show. Like he's like Box Boy's not here. It's that's my what turn. I, that's what I was about to say. It's my turn. <laughs> we don't have Box Boy, so, so now, we got to make so sure we get. Now we're gonna have to do a show dog. We got sure. the show dog. Yeah, uh, but Just I like for the, the record. Show dog we are at, I, I, and I even brought it down from 150. We are at like 76, maybe 79 people that like our Facebook page. You doing 100? We're gonna do 100. Ooh. If we do, if we have 100 people like our Facebook page. And that's facebook.com backslash open forum show. Then we're going to release some shirts. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Like Hit that like button. Invite that's your friends you do to it, like Glenn. it. That's, what, that's what we got. Glenn Put here. that input in there, baby. <laughs> but that's, that's what we got. That's what we got. Uh, that's what invite your friends. And, uh, yeah. Let's. Because I got some ideas. And OD. He's ready to go outside again. Yeah. Huh? God bless. I have some ideas. <laughs> And I'm ready to throw them to out to the world, but I but I have to make sure that you guys meet our goal because I threw it out there. The I, I lowered the goal. I lowered the goal because if we have 100, I feel like we accomplished something. And it we, all depends only, on you. We've only had a Facebook page for three weeks. And we we're at 79, 76 somewhere. Feels pretty good. Feels pretty so, good. I feel yeah. like people enjoy the page more than they do, um, like they did the actual uh, like website that we had at first. Uh, like yeah. the Facebook Live page is thriving more. Yeah. Than our well, I like page. this video format because people can see us and see when mess happens. Like I gotta take my dog out, or when Glenn joins <laughs> us. Like yeah. it's like it's 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 cool to. I love podcasts, and podcasts are like my wrestling. Uh, podcasts are like my go-to for like road trips and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, when when you can see who you're talking to, especially when you call in. I don't know, like, it's, it'll be hard if you call in from the phone you're watching, or if you're on your computer watching and you call in from the phone. Uh, yeah, and you can li- watch us interact with you. That's that's technology at its finest. I love it. A lot of people are using Facebook for a lot of stupid reasons. We're not. Nope, we're using We're live it for... streaming and screwing up shows live for you. For positivity, baby, right? Or we'll just sit here and stare at you. Okay. <laughs> Awkward silence. Okay, yep. We're done. Awkward silence. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> so, uh, what about you right now? Like, what is your favorite thing in wrestling this moment? Hmm. I have a funny. I have a funny answer, and then I have a real answer. Hit me, baby. I'm, I'm going to save my real answer for later because we're going to talk about it. Okay. Because after, like, after thinking about what happened Sunday and Monday. Like yeah. I have a theory. Okay. Uh, the funny question, or the funny answer, is the what's next in the story of Impact Wrestling? <laughs> I feel like I feel like every time, every every time, like not, I'm not I'm not busting on them. It's like every time that I think like, man, stuff's happened, but there I think they're going to get over it. Like yeah. something else comes out, something else happens. It's, it's just like, like a soap opera, dude. Yeah, it is. It really is a soap opera. And I with thought wrestling. it was bad when Dixie Carter on it. <laughs> I mean, like every two weeks we hear something, and therefore a little bit. It was literally like every week, this happens, that happened. This guy left. They hired this guy. Oh no, just kidding. He's fired. 
Like, yeah, you got to be kidding me. Like, what I don't is, know. What is that? Like, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to You're even. Killing me. Like, it's it's a new. It's like a new era in wrestling when you don't even know who to pull for because you don't know if they're going to be there the next show. <laughs> and then, Dude. and then they, like, they aired the GFW. Anthology, yeah. yeah, and they and they're talking like it was today with the Bullet Club in it, or with yeah. Anderson and Gallows in it. I'm like, yeah, that was weird. Listen, we are nowhere. Even Impact Wrestling, we aren't on their level from a from a perspective, like worldwide perspective. Yeah, I they get have it. a huge global market. Sure, but like if somebody said that to me, like we we need to act like this is live, and I go, I, the first thing I want to say is those guys are on WWE. Yeah. Because people are going to think, if you are so idiotic to think that other that the general public is going to believe that two guys that are making a good living in WWE are going to step down and come back to Impact You're crazy. for one for one one day when it's not even Impact, it's GFW Amped anthology that was filmed in Vegas like two years ago. Bobby Roode. Yeah, they were saying that he left NXT to come to this, and I'm like. What the hell? Like, are you oh my god! About? Like they're playing Russian roulette. They really are. With desperate times calls for desperate measures. It that is like what they're that's doing. That's not even right a desperate now. measure. That's like a. That's like a. You don't think so? I, I'm trying to say this politically correct. That is a junkie lying to try to get another. Try, well said. To try to get another. Well said. Yeah, yeah. like a junkie lying yeah. to try to get another hit. Well said. Yeah. That's what. That's what I feel like that is, and it's sad. And it's so sad because, like, a lot of my friends are getting breaks with in, with Impact now. Yeah. And it's like... One dude, of them just, just came in the store the other day and was just, telling me that he likes being there. Just straighten up. Just straighten your company up and you have a chance to succeed. Literally, if you shape it up, dude, there's so much you could do with that company. Guess what we did? We witnessed it, what, 2005 and six. That was an incredible yeah. run that they had. Dude, I they loved, like, in, like, TNA... When they did the monthly pay-per-views. Yes. I loved their monthly pay-per-views. Or, no, I'm sorry, not monthly, like weekly pay-per-views. Where it was a penny. No, no, no. It was like, it was nine ninety nine starting, and I think it went to $5. I, I remember I used to get them when they were a penny. I feel like that was like late in it. Oh, was it? Okay. That was when that was when they were getting out of it and going to Spike. Gotcha, okay. They were just trying to fulfill their contract, I believe. But, uh, but yeah, like that, like that was all, that was good wrestling. It really was. Fresh faces too. Yes, and how it goes, how it goes from that, and then what happens is you try to get too corporate, and then you you try to be too WWE, which which you shouldn't do. And that's something that I think. Be you. Think of a wrestling company like a rock band or an indie band. Okay. Like I'm gonna gonna use this analogy that I just came up with. So if it sucks, it's Dutch. And his analogy. But go figure, right? (laughs) But like, think if you if you own a wrestling company. Okay. Or you run a wrestling company, or you're part of a wrestling company. Mm-hmm. Think about your wrestling company like a like it's a band. If you come out and do the same thing that other people would do, mm. yeah, you're, they're going to be like, oh, this, this is this is a wannabe like Beatles or a oh. wannabe a wannabe. Uh, oh wait, they're going to play their, the same set list again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like like you have to you have to have a different look, a different feel, a different vibe, like you a do. different yeah, that, yeah, like a different persona. That's what I. The same thing with the wrestling company. Yeah, and I you agree. Have to, you have to know exactly what you want to be. You have to do everything you can to create that that visual, that atmosphere, and that that like general concept of what your company is. 
You can't just step in and say, I'm going to put this big-ass video screen behind us. It's going to have good graphics. We're going to use a bunch of old WWE guys. Yeah, and right. Then, and then think that people are not going to be like, oh, they just want to be like WWE. That was a, a thing and, on our page, wasn't it? And the thing is, is yeah. like, no matter how pissed off people get at WWE about their booking, et cetera, et cetera, they're never going to turn it off. Because there's all, that's the beauty of professional wrestling. There's always a chance something crazy is going to happen. And the last thing always. that you want to do is watch it on Facebook the next day. That's yeah, why that's yeah. why people bought the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight. Yep. Because the last thing that you want to do is learn about it the next morning. Nobody wants to be that guy. Yeah, you don't like you. There, there's this some kind of uh, some kind of feeling in your head that says I have to I have to see this happen live. And Absolutely. It's, and it's legit. That's the same reason people buy tickets to the Super Bowl. You wanna when the best seat in the house for Super Bowl is in your, on your living room drinking beer. You wanna you wanna be able to. Seriously. You want to be able to conversate with your friends as it's happening. Oh, my God, did you see that? Like, I totally get that because I don't want to be that guy, especially when it comes to, like, a wrestling pay-per-view. I love watching those live because I can interact online with other people at the same time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this promo or this is good, this is bad. Um, One thing I don't get to do is watch SmackDown or Raw live. And that really sucks, man, because I really want to like participate in the conversations that people are having, and yeah. I can't because I don't know what's going on. But like, no mercy when that was going on, and you know, boom, right then and there. So yeah, I get that, man. Yeah, like I totally do. The uh, just for the record, I know we're talking now. We're just waiting. You can call in with the number right here below, or uh, you can hit us up on our Facebook Live. We got the Facebook Live feed pulled up, and uh, people going crazy on the live right now. Yeah, just somewhat. I mean, we like. We like we have uh, throw us questions. That's like and if you and if you really if you want to talk to us personally like together, uh, like on the phone, you're more than welcome to call. And we can. We, I mean, that's that's what we're here for. Yeah, is to talk. And if you're listening to this podcast tomorrow, uh, when it becomes available on every Wednesday, uh, yeah, li- make sure you go to our Facebook page, like it, facebook.com backslash open forum show, and uh, you'll get you'll get the reminder that we're going we go live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so I'm just throwing it out there. So, guys, I got the Facebook Live stuff pulled up. Uh, jump in with us. And I saw that some of the um, some wrestlers are on here, too. Yeah. Wow. Look at just. Yeah, look at this. Here we got. <laughs> right there, that's my, girl. my favorite. And guess what? Angel. I was going to wear your shirt, but uh, it's dirty. Yeah, whatever. He wasn't going to wear your shirt. I worked out in it. I'm not going to come wear a sweaty shirt into the studio. You know what, Patrick? Don't make me look bad in front of my favorite girl wrestler. No, okay? all, all I'll say is, hold on, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do it. I, I'm, I'm looking in the thing. What is it? You know what? Do you have That's an, why they won't let me in. Do you I have, have an Angel Rose shirt? I've tried. I don't. Okay, and who does? I did. I bought it because she's dope. Thank she you. She is. She is pretty good. Thank you for checking us out, Angel. Yeah, thank you. But, but uh, uh, yeah. Angel, we need to get Angel on the show. God, that would be like, dope. I'm going to throw this out there uh, on Facebook Live, or you can call and give your comment. Uh, like, we're thinking about, like, piping in some interviews on this show with wrestlers. And I don't want it to be – we have a vision for this show when we first started it, mm-hmm. uh, what, four months ago. Of Was that chill? The, yeah. Of, like, we just want to talk wrestling. Like, we're Absolutely. wrestling fans, and uh, we are always on the grind when we're at wrestling shows, so we don't ever get to talk to fans about wrestling. So that's what that's the whole reason we started this podcast, is to talk about wrestling. 
uh, with fans, not not just me and Dutch, because me and Dutch can talk about wrestling and nobody's going to care about it. We want to talk to you, fans. To y'all, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but but we have this general idea that we come across a lot of talents and are friends with a lot of talents uh, that are that are some are popular, some are not as well known that we can try to help getting on. But yeah, and uh, we were talking about talk, thought about doing interviews, thought about filming interviews and putting it on our website, our new website, openforumshow.com. It's you can go exclusive check it out. only to the Open Forum yeah. Show. Yeah, exclusive only to the Open Forum Show. So it's good to be nice. Trying I mean, to make the, that happen. Like get in the minds of these guys, like before and after the matches, like like what goes on. Yeah, like I, I really want to uh, do this, and like we talked about it for a while, and maybe eventually we'll start putting um, like talent on the show too. Yeah, we just don't know exactly when. Probably when, after we get our studio. I was gonna say upgrade the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably gonna happen. So That's right in now, November, guys, we're upgrading the studio, which is gonna be super nice, multiple cameras, and we're gonna oh, rock yeah, out. Baby. Yeah, it's gonna be dope. So Glenn might have his own camera. <laughs> Glenn is gonna. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, make sure doing interviews like Russo. We're gonna have like I'll have I'll have my own camera and then you'll have Dutch will have his camera, but Glenn's gonna be like in the background of his camera. It's like we can only afford two cameras, guys. He's gonna be like right over my shoulder. We're on a budget. But yeah, so uh yeah, so we talk about wrestling. Uh if you're just joining us, welcome. Uh the phone number is right here. Nine eight zero three three zero one two five six. I'm gonna see if I can do this. Right there. Oh, yeah. Daddy. You just, I just wanted to try, dude. Come on. Don't so, give yeah. me hell for trying. So, a for effort, dude. What, uh, so what do we want to do? What do we talk about? Glenn. Glenn, throw us a subject. Yeah. Give us something, don't, baby. Don't steal, the, don't steal the main event, Glenn. Yeah. All Give right. us something else. Uh, okay. You guys want to talk about the uh, segment from last week's SmackDown with Jinder uh, Mahal. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. It's like, what, week two he's been ran down Shinsuke Nakamura with, like, racist rants and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you guys to explain this to me because I have not seen this yet. Go ahead, Glenn. I've okay. heard about it, but I have not seen it. Okay. For, like, uh, two weeks, uh, Jinder Mahal has uh, came to the ring and did a promo in the ring and ran down Shinsuke Nakamura, like, with uh, racial insults. Uh you know, about him being Japanese, about him having, you know, slanted eyes, about, uh, you know, the stereotype of uh, Asian people eating dogs. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, was, so, but was it was it initiated, or was it just out of the blue? Nakamura was not in the arena either time. No. Jenna Mahal and the Singh brothers were out there both times. Is Nakamura hurt? No. Not that I know of. No. Um, also, they did a picture of this is what his face looks like yeah. when he's mad. And it was the same face. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Picture, I mean, um, go ahead. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, and, uh, you know, from that promo, I heard a lot of people who was like, you know, uh, WWE, this is too far. You know, um, you guys are representing racism and stuff. And, and to me, as a wrestling fan who's watched wrestling, you know, ever since I was like knee-high to grass, mm-hmm. I've... <laughs> I've seen plenty love, of I love that. I've seen plenty of promos <laughs> and segments, you know, that were that were way worse. Yeah. And and it's become, you know, I've seen it so much that, you know, it don't phase me no more. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the new generation is saying, Oh, well, that's too far. I'm like, you might want to go on a WWE network and do some research. There's the dog. Somebody has made here. it home. Uh oh! And who do we have? Oh, <laughs> look who it is! Oh, Box there he boy is! Boy in the house! What? <laughs> we thought we weren't gonna see you tonight. 
so I'm glad that you brought that up because I was thinking the same thing, Glenn. Um, well, wait, we got one more. But, yeah. I know the rules. We know the rules, babe. There we go. I think we're there. good now. So I'm glad there that you... Uh, there it is. It. There Come it up is. Here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just dabbed. <laughs> Did, did he just dab? He just dab. <laughs> Lock boy dabbing in the background. <laughs> I'm so happy. Odie, uh, Odie tried to take your spot earlier, box boy. Oh, Those okay. of you who have, who have never seen us, come over here. Come on. Yeah. Come on over. There he comes. Make this, your entrance. This is box boy. You got to step in there, right dude. Here. You want to say anything, hey. box boy? Hey. This is box boy. This is the most famous, the most famous uh, part of this show. Yes. For those of you who don't know, more than us. <laughs> yeah, more famous than us. <laughs> but uh, so. I'm glad you uh, touched on touched on that, Glenn, because uh, I've watched the promos and then I've read the articles, and I think they're kind of just blowing it up. Yeah, it's not even that racist, dude. Well, it's like if. If you get mad at this, this it's a TV show, first of all. Like, don't take it seriously. Number two, if you get mad at this, did you get mad when there was like a white supremacist group in, uh, in, uh, what's, mm-hmm. huh? Charles, Charles, Virginia? No, 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 no. In, uh, what's the motorcycle gang show that everybody went crazy Oh, over? Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, the, you know, the white yeah. supremacist group in Sons of Anarchy. Did you get mad because they were racist? No. no, because it's a story. It's a show. It's, a yeah. show. Just, it's, it's, it's a false narrative of what they're they're trying to get feeling out of you. Yeah. So you shouldn't. It's a, it's the same concept. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, that's I mean, what I'm there's saying. there. And I will say this: on the other side of that, you can't come out like dropping like the worst racist comments ever. There's a line that you can't cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, I mean. I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it. I don't know the context. It, I mean, they might, like, they might have crossed, like, teetered the line a little bit. Were they on the line or crossed it? Maybe if, a little, but if it's there's a to get if there's a reason about. to be upset, I think the reason to be upset is they did it two day or two weeks in a row. Yeah, that like, this could is, be. Like, yeah, this is something that should do be done once and yeah. let yeah. it let it get let it get its heat. And then move on and find some find something else. Yeah, I, I can see that. That makes a lot more sense. Um, I mean, what about you, Glenn? What if you were wrestling and somebody was joking on you or calling you out for your race? Now, How would like, you feel? Yeah, me were... as a fan, like watching you know wrestling for as long as I have, I understand you know stories are going to be told and stuff. Yeah. And uh, how should I put this? Like, I could tell, you know, what's intended to be mal- uh, malicious sure. and, and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. there was no use of uh, racial slurs during the, there, the two it, promos. Uh, true. Just, there was no just, racial slurs. No racial slurs. It was just him saying stuff, you know, about the oh, stereotypes customs. of Asians. Yeah. yeah. archetypes of, of Asians. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what they might be saying about gender, I mean, about Shinsuke Nakamura. And another thing he said was, Rook at me. Yeah. That was another thing that he said. Yeah. And I mean, when, I'm, funny. Not, I'm not going to lie. When he said, Rook at me, I, yeah. I kind of laughed. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. That's funny. But, uh, yeah. Was it, did he, was he making a joke about a dog or a dolphin? Yeah, he did say that uh, Japanese people eat uh, dolphins. That's what it, I thought yeah. he said. Yeah, dolphin. I'm like, 
Oh, is it dogs and dolphins? I'm like, dogs and, yeah. Which I didn't think anything about it. Like, like I said, it didn't bother me any with the entirety of the promos. Um, yeah, but like I said, it was, uh, I've seen way worse. But yeah, I, I do, I do agree though. Like, it didn't bother me. I, was just, I sat there, I watched it like a normal promo and just went with it, honestly. Well, I know so many fans was upset about it that WWE had to, uh, make a statement about it. Oh, what are they going to do? Take really? the strap off of him? Oh, well. Yeah. Like, don't take the strap off him. Stand for what? Like, it was pretty much like the same statement they did when uh, the whole uh, N-word with uh, Vince McMahon thing. Like, yeah, yeah. this is uh. a character, and these are, these are actors portraying See, that, characters. That's a, that's a line, I think. Like, when you throw racial slurs uh. out, then that's, like, crossing the line. What, was it with Booker T. Right. Yeah, it was a yeah, uh, pay-per-view was he? to John yeah. Cena, but Booker T was nearby. Um, so was um, – what I'm trying to get at, was uh, Booker T okay with him saying it? Well, did they discuss that? Obviously, he must have been because, uh, you know, it was on WWE TV. I should mm-hmm. just say that much. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know if that had, was discussed I know discussed what Booker T said about Hulk Hogan, that was a slip-up. That was a slip-up, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's like one of the most memorable moments of like oh, a yeah. racial slur being used was Booker T calling Hulk Hogan and saying that. That was great. Yes. There's some irony to it too. <laughs> That's true. The irony is that there. Might been, yeah. That might have been the whole play behind him saying it. Maybe. It was the rib Booker T because of the old WCW slip up. Wow. Maybe. I never thought about that. You know, that's a good idea. Like that's a. They probably did, dude. But, I mean, all right, so – I think it's time for us to go to the main event. Let's Once again, do you it. can call in and talk to us. There's a reason there's a phone number right here, guys. Right there. I think they're just and, to call. Uh, yeah. Are you scared we're going to... Don't be scared. We're going to flex be... our uh, wrestling knowledge. Well, I can't. I've been working on these guns. <laughs> they don't look good on you. Okay. Show us your guns, Glenn. <laughs> so let's see that again. There it is. Ooh, there that's it is. a meaty arm right there, baby. <laughs> a meaty arm. <laughs> so, um... Obviously, we know what happened Sunday. Uh, no Mercy was uh, this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say, I thought it was pretty good. I really do. I think uh, overall, I would give it like a like a solid B, right in the middle. Just a B, not a B plus, not a B minus. It was a B. And uh, I'll touch on why I think it was a B. Um, and I was here watching with Patrick, too. Yep. So uh, That was my first – I watched my first WWE pay-per-view in three years. Wow. Okay, Patrick. Three years. What was your uh, – what's your grade? What you got? Uh, I'm going to grade it in two parts. Okay. Up until the main event, I would say it was a B plus. Main event was probably a D. That's why I have a B. It's yes. literally why I have a B across the board. Uh, same thing. Yeah, B plus entire show. D for uh, the Brian main said event. nice shirt, Dutch. Oh, thank you. You know, I represent. Oh, just to let you know, I need some more shirts. So if you want to, yeah, you know, send me, on send me another one. Then. Cool, you know. Or anybody out there who wants to send me a medium or a so, large. Yes. <laughs> so, like. Oh, uh, Glenn, what do you think first? Oh, I got to agree with you guys. Uh, I thought it was a solid pay-per-view. Could have been a little bit better, you know, okay. with some of the matches. Yeah. Um, but overall, for it being a, a B-show pay-per-view. Yeah. 
Be all the way. Be all the way. So, yeah, we were right there in the same All right. But yeah, go so, ahead. So, Brad says, Brad Wilson says on Facebook Live, I thought Cena versus Reigns was a snoozer. Really? This is, me and Dutch talked about this during the show, mm-hmm. or during the, during the pay-per-view. Yeah. I thought that, like, if you watch the crowd, don't watch the wrestling, watch the crowd in that match. Like, go back to the WWE Network, watch it over again, watch the crowd, and watch the, the, uh... The interaction? The, not the interaction, that's not the word I'm looking for. Watch the, uh... Like looks on their faces and the way they interpret everything and the their reaction to what's going on in the ring. Yeah. Because what 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 that what that was in my opinion is that was too. I mean I don't even like I don't even know if you consider Roman Reigns a veteran, but that was old school wrestling. Do you? I mean, ooh. but that was old school wrestling because freaking Donald Trump hands. <laughs> the, Turn me uh, down some. I'm really hot. Yeah. Turn you down some. Yeah. Turn you off. I fixed my mic and now yeah. you can't hear me. Yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, there we go. But uh, Dutch, the audio engineer over here. Bam, son. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to do that. The, uh, <laughs> while we have our most listeners right now. <laughs> the uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> the, uh, I, wish, dude, I wish they had a blur setting. But uh, oh, back, back to what I was talking about before we started goofing off. The like they did minimal stuff. This was like old school wrestling. They did very minimal stuff. Everything meant something. Yep. And the ending, I agree 100. percent The ending was so stupid because I don't under, like unless unless Cena just don't plan to hit the A and pin people anymore, which I know that's kind of been a thing for the past couple of years. Um, yeah. Like they ruined the AA for him, like his finisher, because he hit he hit Reigns with it four times. Yeah. And and two and, of those were back to back. Yeah, and two of them were back to back. And he kicked out, and he hit him with one one, or Superman he hit him with punch. a Superman punch yeah. and a spear combo and pinned him. Yeah, which makes which makes Roman look like Superman. Yep. and Superman look like John Cena. It was awful. The ending, like, like I mean, it's, it's usually Super Cena, and it was Super Roman. And I'm not gonna lie, like when when he did the when he did the AA and then the roll up AA. Yeah. I was like, it's done, dude. I thought so, too. I was like, there's no way he's kicking out of that. And then when he kicked out, like, instead of me going, oh, my God, I was like, that's just downright dumb. Yeah. I disagree. Like, I just like, didn't you me, see it. Do you want to give you how I would have booked the end of that match? Let's hit it. So, see, so Roman hits the Superman punch and the spear. Okay. Boom. One, two, kick out. Okay. Both down. Both get back up. Shoulder tackle, like so. Roman grabs Cena, throws him in. Okay. Ducks clothesline. Shoulder tackle. Shoulder tackle. Swing. Up. Boom. Sets up for AA. Right. Okay. So he's not going for the five knuckle. No, he's just doing up. his. Sets up for AA. Okay. Boom. Gets him up. Throws him over. Okay. Roman flips, lands on his feet. Yep. Comes Pounces off the rope. Duck back hand. Duck back hands or back handspring. Duck back elbow. Yeah. Comes off. Superman punch. Yep. Cena sails down, or sails off, hits the ropes, Roman hits the ropes again, spear, one, two, three. So a lot better than what we witnessed. Like, why would you not? Because then it looks like he they, evaded, he, like, they, they've each hit their finisher multiple times. Yeah. These guys aren't going down easy. Well, Roman didn't hit his then, finisher until the end. Well, he hit the Superman punch yeah, numerous times. Well, that's his that's his signature. <laughs> signature. Oh, I didn't know we were in WWE 2K18 right now. <laughs> but, uh. But yeah, so but it's like and he hits a spear, Cena kicks out. Yeah. So now it's like both men are on their last leg because Roman's taking all the Roman's the youngin. 
yeah. of the two. Yeah. Roman's taking a beating, taking all these AAs. Yeah. Now, if he takes one more, he's done. But he evades it. Then he ducks, ducks he hits Superman out of nowhere. And then right out of Superman, he hits Rumps again, comes off with a spear. One, two, three. They tried that, to play why, it. Like, why would you not do something like that? They tried to play it where Cena was in dismay that yeah. he didn't beat him. And then, um, I guess you could say that Roman was playing possum. But Cena, and then he, like, did, then he did what he did. So now Cena, it's kind of like, uh, exactly what do you do after that? I mean, like. I just I don't know if I agree with the dismay look. Then Roman doing possum, and then when, getting the when. But my question is, when has Cena ever gotten taken advantage of because he's dismayed because he didn't pin somebody? Exactly. Why would he start now? Exactly. Like I, I don't understand like he's, that he's a veteran. This is that's something you do with somebody that's a greenhorn that's just getting in the business. Is they hit their big move and know it's like out and you get they get mad about it Here's and get in the rest face and then get hit with their finisher and then oh you need to learn. Yeah, he, he, the match isn't over until it's over. Jason Jordan. The guy isn't down. That should have happened. The guy then. in the NFL isn't down until you touch him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, God, I'm full of great analogies. <laughs> but I'm just uh, saying. So okay, overall, I mean, I thought the match was decent. I just thought the the ending sucked. Yeah, the ending did suck. The um, ending sucked on that match and the uh, main event. Yes. Um, also, okay. So if we're going down. Let's uh, to... save the cruiserweight thing for last. Oh, I am, I am. But the main event made Braun Strowman, in my opinion, made Braun Strowman look like he couldn't go. So we three minutes. we skipped. Um... We're not talking about the whole show, Dutch. Will you hold on a second? Just give me five seconds. Listen. Nobody cares about the whole show. The 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 wrestling from open to the main event was great. Dude. Give me five seconds to listen to even what I was going to say. Even the women's match was good. This is what I was coming up with next, if you would have listened. We skipped trust, Elias and Apollo Crews. I could care <laughs> less about that. Listen, <laughs> hold on. A crap Give about me two Elias seconds. Just hold on. Don't yell into the microphone. Just two seconds. We skipped that match. Who cares? But the next match that I was really thrilled with was the tag match. Oh, yeah. Oh, but everybody's seen Cesaro knock his, like, knock his teeth back into his gun. This still don't mean we can't talk about it. That was a pretty insane hit. What are you going to say about it? It was amazing. Since you since you ruined the vibe. Such a, such a great conversation piece. <laughs> he just killed all the vibe that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> that was my favorite match of the night. Oh, he got his teeth knocked up next. It was. No, it that was match was incredible. But when you, have, when you have those four people in a ring, it should be match of the night. And damn, it was. Yeah, exactly. But still, it should be... That's not surprising. Talking material. Like, I'm really impressed by these guys. This was really cool. Oh, guess what he did? Who's the better, who's the the better tag team? The Bar. Is that Seamus and Cesaro? Yes. Glenn? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. I gotta one. say, that's the conversation piece. There you like, go. Who's the, who's, the great, who's the better tag team in WWE right now? Uh, the Shield 2.0 or The, the Bar? bar. I'm going The Bar. I gotta say the bar too. I agree. I agree. The bar. It. I mean, I, even so though, good. even though, uh, even though, I was reading a comment from Brad. Brad, we'll talk about you. We'll talk about your comment in one second. Uh, even though I, they've been the shield before, I think Rollins and Ambrose still feel like they're just thrown together. You feel like they're what? I feel like that. That's like every time, I, like when I watch them, which I don't watch them much, but when I when I watch like highlights and stuff, they just they both seem like they're just thrown together still. Really? 
Yeah. It's like, it just it seems well, like it like it gives the vibe that it's two singles wrestlers thrown together with the titles. I will say this too. Um when you told me like their backgrounds mm-hmm. before they came to NXT, mm-hmm. I see that now. Yeah. Because I've I went back and I watched a few of their matches like uh if you like if you wanna, with John Moxley, Tyler Black and I don't remember if you want to know like that if they've ever if they've ever if Sheamus out of the picture. If Cesaro, Rollins, and Ambrose have ever wrestled each other, look at the trust in that match, in that tag match. Yes. Who who in WWE is going to let somebody powerbomb the other person off the second <laughs> rope onto them <laughs> and not and, and not even look like you and take it like not even not even like brace or anything. They just took it. He just took it. He just took Which it. Ambrose is crazy anyway. Yeah. Ambrose doesn't care. And you know what, man? That's what I really like about him in that match. He just he took a lot of crap in that match. Yeah. He really did. He took a lot of punishment, man. I mean, to lay there and to take that power bomb the way he did, <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, and it's like. Did you think? Did you think when he caught him, like when he was when he caught Rollins? Did you think he was going to do that power bomb? I personally thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to pull him back up, go for the power bomb. Uh, he was going to. This this sounds so elaborate now that I'm saying it, but. Like, I think it would have been a cool spot if he would have, hurt, like, Hurricane Ronald him off the second rope and Ambrose put his knees up to take, so he landed on his, okay. like, he landed back first on his knees. I did not think that the power ball was going to come. Oh, no. Geez. So this is what I was thinking. I, I thought that Cesaro was going to do, like, a neutralizer off the top, and he Ooh. was going to land on top of Ambrose. So uh, Rollins was going to splash him with Cesaro on top. So neutralizer, splash, boom. That would have been cool. I thought that's but that, what he but was. I don't think anybody could have come back from that. That's what I'm, yeah. I no. mean, when I was sitting there thinking, I was like, dude, is he going to do that? Because that would be insane end of match, new champs. But I feel like I feel like Cesaro won still the power bomb best sell ever when he knocked his teeth. <laughs> like, without even. Oh, wait, like, I don't know. If even... it was me, if it was me and I knocked my teeth back up in my gums, like, even if I did anything to my teeth, my first instinct is like. Yeah, you're Dude, checking. He straight sold straight to Sheamus into the camera right after he landed. <laughs> it was the most amazing thing ever. You know what the good thing is? I can show you exactly what happened. If you yes, if you if you <laughs> <laughs> Bushwhacker Dutch. Yeah. For you guys thinking for you guys listening to the podcast, uh, Dutch just showed his missing front tooth. <laughs> but like it was insane how good that sale was. <laughs> If, if if there's anything that goes back to telling anyone how Cesaro is one of the best workers in WWE, hands down, hands down, is that moment right there. And Dutch throws his phone on the floor, That's and then rolls over. I am. But uh, but yeah. I'm sorry. If there's somebody that I like over uh, Benjamin and AJ, it's Cesaro. So we're we're gonna touch on Brad Wilson's comment before we yes. jump into uh, the cruiserweight stuff. Uh, he said, Suplex City killed Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. Uh, he no longer has to work a real match. It's Suplex F5 over and over. Yep. I would have killed to see him go back to a brawler slash shoot, shoot style with Braun. I would have, too, and I agree with Brad on that. I remember uh, I just recently watched a match with uh, Lesnar and Angle where he, like, just manhandled him, picked him up, you know, high school wrestling slam, bam, and then, like, like that brawler style that he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that, man. What's your opinion, Glenn? Well, I can say this. Like, uh, from Survivor Series of last year till now, I want to say he's pretty much 
improved since he started doing the Suplex City. Because if you look at those matches for, with Goldberg, uh, his matches with uh, Samoa Joe, even uh-huh. the Fatal 4-Way, he hadn't really done that many suplexes. And he yeah. had to, he's actually taken a beating in the last few matches that he's had. And I like that. Agreed. And I like that. That's but, one thing we were talking about is that how his selling is on point is amazing. During the show, that's something I uh, pointed out to Patrick. I said, the one thing that I really like about Brock is when he takes a bump, he sells that he still has that stomach problem. Yeah. And he grabs his ribs every time when he hits the ground, and he looks like he's about to cough up blood every time. And I, and I love that sell. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let Glenn carry this. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, you know, Suplex City, I think it's done for. It, it, to me, when I was watched him do the Suplex City, you know, countless other wrestlers, to me, I got bored. The yeah. first time it was like, okay, wow, he just 16 German suplexes to John Cena. But yeah. Like after, like you know, you went through like a year doing that. It just got boring. Yeah. It is. Now he started that at SummerSlam well, against Cena, right? Yeah. This was this is my take from it. He made he made Smojo. Well, Smojo is is should look like a million dollars because he is worth it. like he is uh, one of the Maybe. best wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, but he he helped make Samojo a made man in WWE when he wrestled him. Absolutely. I feel like that he exposed Braun Strowman. On I Sunday. do too. Yeah. I think that he showed how green Braun is from mm-hmm. his selling, mm-hmm. and he made Braun Strowman look like that heavyweight that can't go more than three minutes. Yes. So yes. now, so now, if you're cruiserweight and you have to and you have to wrestle him, just run around <laughs> and take a beating for three minutes, and then he's going to tire out, and then you can do. You can try to get over on him. It's funny that you said that because you didn't watch Raw, did you? No. Oh, I, <laughs> it's basically what Dean Ambrose did last night. Yeah. It's literally what and, he did. He if like they, If they keep going with that, they're going to kill Braun Strowman. Because uh, what happened was uh, John Mo- or Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. ran around, took a beating, which we all know Ambrose can take a beating. Mm-hmm. And then like literally halfway through the match, he was like, <sighs> <sighs> and it was just, it was, it was. Yeah, that that was that was the strategy. Yeah. Ambrose just ran around him the entire time. But I mean, I will say, Ambrose in that match last night made Braun look good. Yeah, he Ambrose did. made the match, yeah. and that match wasn't even half bad. That that was better than the main event on Sunday. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, Ambrose, man, I like Ambrose. After <laughs> there was for a little bit, I was like, eh, Ambrose is okay. And then he had a match with Braun. I'm like. Damn, he lost it. He still looked damn good. Well, well let's have Kalina in a conversation me and you had yeah, last night. Okay. Uh, Glenn. Yes, sir. Does Dean is Dean Ambrose jeans real or are they tights? It yeah. looks like jeans. It look like real jeans to me. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like it look like you have pockets and everything. Like tights is like it's almost like they're jeggings. I don't know. It's like you look nah, at Fandango's yeah. tights. Like I can tell they're tights and yeah. stuff, but like when you look at Dean Ambrose, it's like like regular jeans to me. But you don't think they can make tights look like regular jeans? They make tight like make jeans yeah, out of the material, the stretchy material. They've done it before, like uh, with uh, what's his name, John Morrison, yeah. Johnny Mundo. Yeah, Johnny Impact. Well, or Johnny name. Impact. Now. Let's be real. Johnny, dude he's is awesome. He's awesome. All right, so let's go to the main event. Okay, Brian, if you want to get on this oh, callback, was your your favorite match was Bray and Finn? Uh, my favorite match was tag match. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, Glenn? What's your favorite match? My favorite match was a tag match, also, but uh, I gotta say that uh, 
Bray Wyatt Finn Balor match was pretty solid too. It was, yeah, and like it was storytelling. It's amazing. It, me and Dutch thought about this. It's amazing of how how small Finn Balor looks next to Bray yeah. Wyatt. Like how small it makes him. Yeah. Like people perceive him. Glenn, I love your conversation. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he'll come up. It's right there. Oh, you gonna hook him up? Okay, sorry. So I was taking a call. Um, what were we talking about? Hook him up. I am. What were you talking about? Oh my God. He's talking about the Finn Balor Bray Wyatt match. We're taking applications at info at Open Forum Show. Info at Open Forum Show. Hey, box boy. And uh, we're taking applications for an assistant that can answer the phone and hook it up in time. <laughs> Patrick just likes to rag. That's all it is. That is it. <laughs> he's just having a bad day, so he's got to take it out on me now. That might be true. <laughs> so we're going to let Brian join the conversation. Brian's the owner of PWX. And, yeah, so, Brian, you're on. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up, dude? I just, you have the best phone hey, reception just... ever. Who, me? Yeah, you're clear as day. It's like you're here in the studio. Well, I got good internet at the house and great phone reception and not bad for driving in the car, so it's on point. Nice. Um, yeah. So here's here's my thoughts. Have you guys gotten into the Cruiserweight? No, we're, from, gonna, we're, uh, about to, we're about to jump into it. You want to join us? Yeah, I'll listen, and then I'll give you my thoughts afterwards. Okay. Okay. So, uh, of course, we're talking about the uh, Enzo Amore winning the Cruiserweight Championship. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the pay-per-view over Monday night. Uh, it's Wednesday, or I'm sorry, it's Tuesday. You should have seen it by now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, and then we'll talk about Raw after we talk about Sunday night. Uh, yeah, I think the match was good and told a good story. The ending, uh, after Raw, I like what they're doing with it. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm, before I give my theory, I'm going to let you guys give your thoughts on it. Um, <clears throat> watching the match, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I did not expect the ending, though. Um, that's what I, I think I liked the, the most about the match. I like um, Neville kind of playing with his food, you mm -hmm. know, to yeah. say. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Because, I mean, honestly, we were all sitting there watching, thinking the same thing. Like, this is a joke. Like, this is really stupid. And then, of course, you know, boom, low blow, one, two, three, new yep. champ. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, it was different. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I liked it. Glenn? I have to disagree with you on that one. Uh, I really – I thought it was fairly one-sided. Uh, I was like, man, devil, he's going he's gonna to beat him. And then the ending happened. I was like, wow. I, I was laughing at it. I was like, that was, it, I got Eddie Guerrero vibes from that. Yes. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was slick how you yep. did. I was like, okay. I was like, it's something new. I was, so, like, I, was I was disappointed. I mean, me personally, I was disappointed in the whole match until the end. Really? You didn't yeah. like Neville was playing around with him, like making a like, mockery of him? That was, was kind of like, like the point, though. I, unless it was like, okay, he's playing possum through the whole thing, to get, I guess, to find a way to beat Neville, I can see, but if, like, Neville, think, like, it wasn't competitive, that's what I'm trying to say. 
on that, yeah, it wasn't competitive, and I think that was the point of the match. Yes. And I think that's the point of the win for Enzo doing this because, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say what I think right now. I'll, I'll say what I think, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's go ahead, go ahead, Glenn. Well, yeah, I just, I just laughed at it. I mean, at the ending, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, wow. This guy pulled Eddie Guerrero out of nowhere. Yeah. Dude, I put it on the page. I was like, yo, Enzo just stole Neville's belt. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was insane. Okay, so what's your theory, Pat? What you got? I'm oh, well, on Raw, like, do you want to talk about what happened on Raw? No, no, no. It doesn't have to be. Okay. So the – oh, sorry. John Cena. Sorry, John Cena. I forgot. Oh, never mind. He just <laughs> forgot. That was a fail. There it yeah, is. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> the uh, when I first saw it, I liked the way. After thinking about it, after taking it in and thinking about it and watching it again, I liked the way they did it because it did not make Neville look like an idiot. It's hard to do something like that and not make the champion look like a moron. And I liked the way that they did it. Uh, I don't think, and I don't even think it made it made it look like uh, Enzo was gonna like outsmarted Neville. I just think it made Enzo look like he took the chicken shit out way out. Yeah. And, like, that's a heel. That's what a heel does. Yeah. That's And the thing is, is they've built a genuine heel out of Enzo. Like, a genuine heel where the wrestlers hate him and the public hates him. Like, the fans hate him. Yeah. When's the last time that you have had a, gen, uh, like, a super straight heel? The only other one I can think of. Is gender. Wrestlers don't hate gender. Oh, you mean like, like shoot. They, they have, yeah, they have, they have like legitimate beef. Well, they have made people believe that shoot wrestlers, the wrestlers hate them, and the and the public hates them. Okay, like yeah. the fans hate okay, them. Okay, I can think of one. Who? The Miz. I don't think the wrestlers hate Miz. Well, not now, but I'm saying like before. Yeah, that might be the oh, last yeah, one. Before. That might be the last person. Yeah. Or I mean, Batista when Batista came back. Oh, yeah. After he did his heel turn. Yep. Blue Tista. Yeah. <laughs> and then Blue Tista. Blue Tista. <laughs> but it's, it's, like, I'll go into my theory. I think, like, last week we talked about, was it last week we talked about is wrestling becoming too real? Well, yes. Yeah. Blurring that, the lines. Was it last week or the week before? That Somewhere. was last week because I called it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so I think that they are taking that reality that they're creating and go, taking that and building stories off of that. Sure. But they are cleverly writing one step before they go into that story. So so they they put out there that, that Enzo is hated by the locker room. He's kicked out of the locker okay. room. Et cetera, et cetera. They laid the groundwork for that story. Okay. So the next thing is they're going to write one thing, one step in before they go to the reality story. And that's Enzo winning the title. That okay. nobody thought was going to happen. Sure. And then the way that they wrote it in and did it makes him even more of a heel than what he was going to be when he went to 205 Live. Oh, yeah. He didn't even go. And with and everybody that, that fussed and complained and, and talked about how that was the stupidest thing ever for Enzo, or Enzo winning the uh, Cruiserweight Championship, you're going to watch 205 Live tomorrow night. I am. Or you're tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Sorry. I'm tonight. watching it. Well, so, I, it was the first thing I told you when I came in the house. Yeah, that you're going to watch 205 Live tonight. I was like, I cannot wait to <laughs> see that, what happens on 205 that, Live. That is a wrestling company doing its job. Absolutely. So You I got will, me thrilled after that main event, 
or not main event, but the last segment, the last promo, you had me drawn in yes. with Neville coming in, beating the crap out of Enzo. The entire locker room hating him. I'm like, how is this going to play out? I don't under, well, we'll get, well, I will talk about that when we get to Raw. So, Brian, your thoughts? Me and you are right on the money, Patrick. Um, it, this whole thing with Enzo Amore is stabilicious, and I will leave it at that. It is still real. It still exists. It's as good as you get when re- the lines are blended between the reality and sports entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Point blank. So his, and then if we, if let's roll into raw and uh, we'll skip, you know, just straight to the promo back and forth uh, between Enzo and uh, Pac. I mean, it's one of those where, Again, blending the line, shoot, not shoot, what's real, what's not real. That is what's going to get your hardcore fans back interested in the WWE product. Yes. Agreed. That's that's okay. that's the way reality should be played out in WWE. Yeah. Correct. I think they're going to get You got to blend you got to blend the lines. You got to you got to have the fans guessing. And if you are legitimately pissed off at a wrestler, because he's in the position he's in, yes. or you're legitimately pissed off at WWE because, quote-unquote, if you believe it's predetermined and you are pissed off because WWE put the belt on Enzo, then it doesn't matter. Enzo is technically still the definition of what a heel is, and you are legitimately pissed. Yep. I actually have a similar situation going on in another company I'm aware of. Yes. That... If someone legitimately hates that person, hates that group, hates everything about them, hates the position they're in, that is, at the end of the day, what it is all about and what the wrestling business needs to get back to. Yes. That's how you draw money. Yeah. Exactly. I'm telling you you right now, the viewership for tonight's 205 Live will be the highest in weeks. Months. You yes. don't think it'll be the highest since it started? Since it started? I think it will be. Possibly. Mm, I don't know. It might be possible because here's the key. We all know that not all, but most of the casual fans have a network subscription. Yes. Okay? If me looking at it, you know me in analytics, me looking at it, if I capture 8% of my casual fan base to at least – the first 10 minutes when, of course, Enzo should be in the first 10 minutes of this show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then everything you've done over the weekend was 100% success. Yeah. Okay? Agreed. But to me, I need to look at those numbers and say, all right, how much of my subscription base do I capture watching 205 Live compared to last week? If there's a significant increase, then yes, what we're doing and whoever produced the segments and whoever wrote the idea of dropping the dropping the um, dirt sheet info, mm-hmm. okay, to blend that line, gets a pay raise. I agree. Because this is all about network subscriber. That's all WWE is right now is network subscriber count and analytics. Yep. Point blank. That's what they're trying if to do. If it's get. a matter of increasing... If it's a matter of increasing viewership by, 
I'll give you a conservative number. If they get 50% increase, that's an amazing job. The goal is 80% of what their subscriber count to watch Sorry, or watch on replay within the next 96 hours, 205, 205 live from tonight. Because a lot of people might not watch we'll it live because there might be something else on TV. Yeah, but if you look at the viewership within 96 hours, that's going to tell you that people were interested in it. Agreed. Before next week's before next week's draw. So. Yeah, I definitely I think it was the right idea. I think it was the right. Uh, I think it was executed well by Enzo and Neville. I think that um, there was a lot of what ifs or what's going to happen to Enzo now that Cass was having his run and. What would they ever possibly do with Enzo? And I think this is the right possible direction they could have done. Yes. This is perfect. It's beautiful. And even, excuse me, even Enzo said it himself. Everybody thought Cass was going to win the big, or win his first championship first. Enzo won his before Cass did. He even played on that bum knee, man. I thought that was a good play. Yeah. I was like, okay. He had a lot of good points in that promo last night. He did. And that's the thing about being a heel is you're supposed to make your points come across. Yeah, the one thing that Enzo can do is talk. Oh, yeah. With the best of them. Yeah, absolutely. He he truly can, and that's the thing. That's where, that's where his stock. That's where his stock lies. Yeah, and it's Jeff is Mike skills. And Jeff Capo said they did the double turn, which is very hard to execute properly. Which I can, I mean I can agree, I can agree that it was a double turn, but I still don't think Neville. I think Neville's character can be a tweener. I think so too. Because of his intensity and in the character. I think it can be misconstrued. Because he wants the championship. That's what he thinks about. Yeah. And I feel like people think, well, he's going to do this, so that's a heel. Well, not necessarily. Maybe he's just thinking about just being champion like, again. And, dude, Neville's character is so good. Because, like, he could be a character on Game of Thrones. <laughs> he really could. I was thinking about that last night. He could be a character on Game when of Thrones. When he said it, he's like, hey, hey gentlemen. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt here for one second. I'll go make sure the kids are in bed. Thank you all for having me on. I'm going to still stay t- tuned in and listen with the earphones in. So y'all have a good night. Patrick, I'll talk to you after the show. All right, bud. Thank, Thank you, you Dutch, for, for the uh, shirt shout-out. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, dude, of course. We cut Brian off. All right, thank you, Brian, for calling in. But uh, now we'll move to Raw, what happened on Raw, which I don't understand at all. Um, I understand I understand Neville standing up for uh, the cruiserweight division. I do not understand what happened when Raw went off the air. Um, so after Raw went off the air, the division basically beat the crap out of him. Only Braun Strowman beat the crap out of him first. Oh, did he? Yeah, he yeah, came why, out there. Like, why do you put Braun Strowman in that? I don't even know. And then he even seemed like he was standing up for the division after he beat down Enzo. He, like, Strowman. I didn't see that. What? So, Strowman murdered Enzo mm. after Neville murdered Enzo. Yeah. And then. And then the Cruiserweights murdered Yeah, Enzo. he was yeah. like, hey, you got So, that makes the Cruiserweights look like a bunch of punks that beat up yeah. somebody that's already beat up. Yeah. Yeah. And they were all, like, come and on, they did you know, the, uh, the camaraderie and stuff, too, like. The kayfabe was gone. They did the um, airplane spin like, oh, like for like 30 sweet. seconds. Yeah. Ma- mama Dutch is proud. I'm proud of my mama. I love hey, you. Mama Dutch. What's up? So, but, yeah, I don't they understand. They, like, they I mean, and I know it wasn't aired, but it was still they still put it out on their on their YouTube. Yeah. 
which makes no sense because what what does Braun Strowman have anything to do with Enzo? Nothing. Did they have any beef before this, Glenn? Enzo I think he murdered him once before. Yeah, like what was it last week? Was it last week? Yeah, because uh, he was coming out to do something, and Braun. Ah, uh, Jeff made a good point. He said he asked, "What was it for the insiders that Enzo was getting punished?" Yeah. Was it like to put over that he's getting punished? That's why yes. Braun was sent out yeah. for him. That makes no sense at all. I mean, that's the whole point of Braun doing you, it was to punish. Why don't you let the like it makes it makes the uh, cruiserweights look like sorry. Ooh, I don't know wow. why I'm doing that in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> it makes the cruiserweights look like they can't handle business themselves. It make them look like a gang. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that because, I mean. I wouldn't be so bad if it was like certain wrestlers that came out and jumped him, but it was the entire division. Yeah. Um. I mean, and it was like a gang style too. They like made a circle. They punched him. He went to the next person. Punch. punch. Next yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Punch. Next person. Kick. All right. Got him up. Airplane spin. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, so on, so on, so on. Every airplane spin. Huh? Just say, just say repetitive airplane spin. Airplane spin, airplane spin, airplane spin. All right. No, I'm just saying, say the word repetitive airplane spin. Airplane spin, airplane. No. <laughs> like, say, say repetitive. Repetitive. Airplane spins. Airplane spins. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> and anyways, then he dropped him down, and then Gulak. Yeah, yeah. Gulak. Yeah, then he did his. It's just, oh my God. Which is weird, because why do two people do airplane spins in the cruiserweight division? You tell me. That's what I was really. It was out of, but the uh, only Ryan thing, doing it. the only thing that mattered, yeah, the entire time was that we saw a lumbar check. Yeah, I just want to say a lumbar check on, like, in a match on Enzo. But that's the it's question. It's coming. Like that's the question. Is Cedric the savior? Cedric's going to be the savior, but I really feel like it's going to be like Survivor Series. Maybe it'd be Survivor Series, and they won't wait till WrestleMania. Because I really did think Neville was going to hold that belt. I did too. Until WrestleMania. Like, I was sold on that. And then he lost. I was like, oh, well, never mind. I said that last week, too. But maybe, possibly, Cedric wins it. Uh, I, I, don't, I just don't know because like, I don't see. You can't, Neville can't be the hero. No, well, he's he's out for a little bit. I don't know why, but he will not get a Cruiserweight Championship shot so Cedric, as long Cedric as has. he's champion because he touched him. So. so Cedric has to be the hero. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too, because he's, like, the only one that's credible enough that hasn't had a uh, championship oh, well, match. Well, yeah, it's like they're saving him for this enough? moment. You that's what I think. You don't think any other division or wrestler in that division is credible enough to be in No, I'm saying they are, you know, they're all talented and stuff, but, like, Cedric Alexander had, like, hype going into 205. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, I thought initially he would probably been one of the first ones challenging for the cruiserweight title. I did too. I thought he would have probably challenged well, for it before Enzo. But he had that knee injury too. Yeah, so that, that did too. that did keep him from uh, actually getting in there. But now he's starting to pick up, uh, yeah. picking up his uh, so pace. So, our Jerry Springer closing thoughts are: I think the Enzo thing was done well. Okay, but we need a savior, Cedric, and that savior is Cedric Alexander. What do you call him? Cedric the Entertainer, Alexander the Great? <laughs> yes. Yep. So, Cedric, save us. Hashtag, Please. save us, Cedric. Please. And that's how we're going to close out the show, because it is 8.30. And we need y'all to watch SmackDown so we can yeah, talk about it. Yeah, and we need it. to watch SmackDown so we can talk about it. So, well, you guys watch SmackDown and fill me in.
That's what's gonna happen. And he's gonna watch the highlights. That's what's gonna happen. And that's what's gonna happen all the time. You guys watch it. Fill me in because I'm not. We will. Time we will. We never talked about like. I might watch Cru- Cruiser or the two or five. Live. I'll watch 205 Live when I get home. That's happening. Yeah. So. I don't get to watch SmackDown Live. As always, guys, <laughs> thank irony. you for, yes, hashtag Save Us Cedric. We're going to put that on our Facebook and our uh, Twitter us. tonight. Where did you hear it? Wrestling Open Forum. Or the Wrestling Open Forum. So once again, guys, you can check us out every Tuesday right here on our Facebook page for Facebook Live, uh, on Facebook Live for our live episodes. Uh, you can call in at the number presented. Let me pop that off so nobody calls in because we're running out of time. And, uh, yes. yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at Open Forum Show. And we now have an official website, openformshow.com. So make sure you check that out whenever you can. And we're going to have shirts soon, as long as as soon as it gets up over 100, 100 likes, right? 100 likes. Honey. Glenn, always a pleasure, man. Thank Hundo. you. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, enjoy that beer I brought you guys. Yes. <laughs> oh, Appreciate yes. It. Hey, thanks for bringing you know bringing me in. Let me uh, come in as a fan. To you guys out there watching, you know <laughs> I thought that was a dog. Yeah, <laughs> Black boys get crazy. For you guys watching, hey, you know these two guys right here, they know what they're talking about. We this try. is a pretty good show. This is an awesome show. I, I'm gonna say that. I tell us that all, everybody I know that watch wrestling. So guys, keep up the good work. Thank awesome. You, Thank you. And that's all I got to say. Peace out till next time. Yeah. Shout out to good. our sponsors that you can see on the page. There's too many to list. And yeah, support independent wrestling. Always. And support Cedric Alexander. And Box Boy. <laughs> and, and Box Boy. <laughs> right, Box Boy. Give, give, uh, take us out on the John Cena. <laughs>